Hello, everyone. I am here on behalf of the Rock Church Raleigh. It's always an honor when Pastor Corey and Minister Artra allows me to come before you with words of encouragement. I just pray that the words that I uh, share with you today, I have a lot of scripture and I just want you to get it in your spirit. I want you to get it in your eye gate. I just wanted to let you guys know that God loves you. He's fighting for you. So be encouraged with this word today. And what I'm going to share with you today, because God has been downloading and dropping these nuggets in my spirit all week in my time with him. And I just wanted to share that with you. And so um, in saying that, I just want you to know that as I was reading, um, I've been reading um I've been reading the Bible um, starting in chronological order because I am the type of person I need to know what was the beginning, the middle and the end. I'd rather not go all over. But anyway, um, I'm not going to be before you long. I'm just going to share these nuggets to get in your spirit to encourage you. Okay, so when the children of Israel were coming out of bondage um, from Egypt and um, from the Pharaoh that held them captive all those years, and when Moses... um, told um, Pharaoh, um, let my people go because God says to let them go to come worship. And of course, you all know about the many plagues and many uh, miracles that God did on their behalf, the many um, turbulence, the many turbulence things that happened while um, they were there until Pharaoh allowed them to go and worship God. But of course, as Pharaoh allowed them to go, The very next day, of course, God hardened his heart. And so he began to pursue the children of Israel. Of course, that was all in God's perfect plan because God knows the end and the beginning. But what was so profound for me was when the uh, children of Israel uh, came on dry land through the Red Sea, Pharaoh's army pursued them. And when he pursued them, then um, the Red Sea um, overtook them. And of course, as you know, as you read in Exodus, that all the um, the chariots, all the king's men, including Pharaoh, were drowned and killed in the Red Sea. And about 600 of them washed up on the shore. But what just really took me to a whole nother level is when I read, and we're going to go here. This is Exodus uh, 13. This is Exodus 13 and 17, because God already knows uh, what's going on with you. And so you don't never have to be so concerned about, is this going to happen? But this is what the word of God says. And this is in Exodus 13, um, 17. And it says, so it happened when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, even though it was nearer. For God says the people might change their minds when they see war. That is that there will be war and return to Egypt. And God led the people around by the way of the wilderness towards the Red Sea. The sons of Israel went up in battle array out of the land of Egypt. And so that was so amazing to me because God already knew the hearts of the pe- of his people. He knows your heart, but not only that, he knows his creation. He knew that if he took them the easiest route, they would be afraid, they would be attacked, they were not equipped for battle, and they would run back 
to where they were in bondage because generally that's always what happens. We always run back to what's familiar, but God already knew he had a plan. So he had Moses lead them to a place, a whole different route, even though he could have went the easier route, but he decided to take them in the scenic route. So that way that would give them time to reflect on him, to reflect on what he had already done, reflect on the miraculous signs that he did to deliver them. And so even in that story, that just just blew my mind completely because I thought to myself, oh my God, those that was a scripture that I just kind of missed. And sometimes when you get in the word, you really need to Read it and read it until you get revelation. And God gave me revelation, so I want to drop it on you. So also, as I continue to read in the book of Exodus, and you know, like I said, I have a lot of scripture to cover with you today. And so while they were um, on their journey in the wilderness, guess what? The Amalek group decided that they were going to fight against the children of Israel. Of course, they were not equipped, but God equipped them. He equipped them. And so as they begin to fight against the children of Israel, you know, you guys all know how when Moses raised his staff, they were winning. And when he lowered his staff because he was weary, then they would lose. And that's just how we are sometimes. We get so worn out from fighting, but we just thank God that he sends someone to hold us up to gird us up, to share a word of encouragement so our hands can go back up, so we can stand strong and continue the battle. And so, of course, even in that, God is not slacking his promises because even with the Amaleks, this is what he said in Exodus 17, 14. He says, then the Lord says to Moses, Write this in the book as a memorial and recite it to Joshua that I will utterly wipe out the memory of Amalek and his people from under the sun. Because see, they had attacked God's chosen people. They had attacked his beloved. And you know, daddy, don't play that, you know, and you guys got to understand that we have a heavenly father. That's the creator of the universe. He knows all things and he has the answer for every problem that we may encounter. And so that just blessed me because basically what he said, you about to get it. You're going to get it because you don't mess with my anointed. And so as I continue to read, because Exodus has just been blowing my mind this week. And I'm so excited that God has given me the opportunity to share that with you. I hope you guys can see the enthusiasm in me because I am just hyped. And so as I was reading Exodus 23 and 30, that's, oh my gosh, 23 and 30. Um, what he God says um, in 23 and 30, he says, I will... Drive them out before you little by little until you have increased and are strong enough to take possession of the land. And so basically God is saying that when you have issues, when you have situations, we have all these troubles coming against you. Sometimes you like you say like, God, where are you? Bam. It's one thing. Bam. It's another one. They just the fiery dots are just shooting at you real hard. And even though you have on your full armor of God, they are, you're still being attacked. But what he's doing, he's building your strength. 
But what he's doing, he's not going to take out everybody at one time. Now, on some occasions, he does. But he doesn't always. But in this particular incident, and I'm sure sometimes in your life, and I know in my life, that God did not remove all the obstacles. What he did, he allowed me to be strengthened in this area, in this wartime, in these struggles. So as each as as I continue to get stronger and stronger in, in, in the word of God, as I began to trust God more and more and more in that situation, then he begins to eliminate them little by little, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time until I am fully strengthened. And I can stand on my own. And I don't mean just stand on your own without God, because we need him all the time, every second, every breath, 24, 7, 365, forever and ever and ever. And so that blessed me because he said that he's going to do a little bit at a time. But it, but but one thing, beloved, you can truly uh, be assured that he is going to remove that thorn in your flesh little by little by little until you're strong enough to endure every situation that comes before you. And so as I um, continue to read, I began to reference, um, I began to reference second Samuel. And this also was just a blessing to me when I read it as well. And this is second Samuel. Uh, I'm sorry, first Samuel 15, first Samuel 15. And so as I began to uh, go through that and, and read scripture because God began to download, like showing me stuff that I really had not seen before. And be, and sometimes you, you see God is telling you stuff you've never seen before because there's a season and a time for everything, you know? And so, you know, even during that time, God did not forget the Amaleks that attacked his beloveds, that protect his babies. Because when you read in 1 Samuel 15, and that was in 15, 2 and 8, and that's when um, Saul went up against the Amaleks, and God told him, I will punish the Amalek for what he did to Israel, how he set himself against him on the way when Israel came up from Egypt. See, see, sometimes when we think about what we're going through, you're like, God, where are you? These people are just really plucking at one nerve and they keep plucking at one nerve. And I'm so sick of them. They are causing so much pain, so much drama in my life. I'm doing everything you tell me to do. I'm not going to the right. I'm not going to the left. I'm going straight ahead because my eyes are fixed on you. But yet I still got this issue. I got this issue. But beloved, be encouraged. God did not forget. He did not forget. Just like he remembered when the Amaleks had attacked Israel, coming out of Egypt. Now that's powerful enough to know. Sometimes we think he's taking too long. He's not taking too long because there's no time with him. And while that time goes on for us, he's preparing us. He's shaping us. He's molding us. He is strengthening us so that we can do what he's called us to do. But this is one that, oh my gosh, one more scripture and I'm going to share with you. And then I will not be before you long. I know you hear a lot of pastors say that I will not be before you long. And then they go on and on and on, but I'm not, I'm going to be um, truthful and I'm just going to not, and I am going to not be before you long, but this is what blew my mind. And we're going to Zechariah two and eight. 
And this is what the word of God says. For thus says the Lord of hosts, after glory, he has sent me against the nations which plunder you. For he who touches you touches the apple of his eye. Beloved, we are the apple of his eye. God loves us with an everlasting love. So I just want to encourage you today. Stay steadfast. Stay unmovable. Don't be concerned about what you see. Don't take on a spirit of unforgiveness. Don't take on a spirit of bitterness, but know that your God loves you and that you are the apple of his of his eye. And if he did it before, he will do it again. He will come through for you. He will vindicate you. He says, vengeance is mine. So you don't have to hold grudges against people. You can move on knowing that God is going to take care of you. You can rest in the peace and the love of God knowing that he has not changed his mind and his promises are yes and amen. So I just wanted to drop that in your spirit today. I pray that what I've said today, that it encouraged you. I pray that you are refreshed in the word of God. You uh, are walking in power and victory because of the word of God. I pray that what I said today took you to a whole nother level. I need you to go back and read those scriptures and let that get in your spirit. Medicate on that word. Medicate on that word. I know the Bible says meditate, but I always say medicate on that word because the word of God is like medicine. And I love you on behalf of the Rock Church Raleigh. We love you. If you need prayer, if you want to just share some things on your heart, even if you have a testimony, please share that with us. We would love to have that. But you know, before I leave um, this uh, this uh, broadcast today, I just want to make sure that all is well. You know, I just want to make sure that everyone has their heart and minds set for the kingdom. And so if you don't know Jesus and the pardoning of your sins, or if you've fallen away from him and you want to come back into the fold, God is married to the backslider and he loves you. He does not desire that anyone should perish. And so right now, before um, I, we close, I'm just going to do a, 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 a prayer with you. You can just recite it with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word. I thank you for this broadcast. I thank you for just being available for me. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that if I've hurt you, if I sin you in any way, Father, forgive me for my sins, my, my thoughts, my words, my deeds, Father. I pray that you forgive me for everything that I've said and done wrong, oh God. And Father, I want to be your child. I want to hear from you. I want to know you, God, more and more today. And I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And you said in your word that only thing we have to do is confess and believe. And I believe right now in Jesus' name, oh God, that we are saved. It's just that simple, beloved. If you said that prayer, you're saved. Please let us know. Share that with us on our uh, page. And we would love to hear from you. And until next time, I pray that God does some amazing things for you this week. Leave your heart open for that. And you know, 
As always, walk in love and peace. Let it be your anchor and be surrounded in that hedge of protection that God has for you. Let your mind be at rest. Let your heart be receptive to whatever he has for you. We love you so much and have a good week.